Hello folks, Mayo Bass here for the Blitz Business Development Show, and I'm super excited because we're going to be discussing my top five, top five best practices for your business for 2022. But listen, these best practices are not just kind of like things you want to kind of do and then put down. Listen, these are pillars, folks. These are hardcore pillars that I'm telling you right now, if you want to see results in your business, if you want to be able to even survive and thrive over the next year, you're going to definitely need to take heed to what we're going to be discussing in this episode number seven our top five best practices okay now we'll be right back in a few moments as soon as we pay some bills hello and welcome to the blitz business development show my name is mayo best and i'm a business consultant and coach as well as the founder of the blitz business development academy this is a show that provides guidance resources and access to best practices to help you advertise manage and build geometric profits from freelancers and home-based business owners to startups and storefronts you will learn how to start small as you think and grow big The Blitz Local Deals Club is a free membership-based app and service that offers consumers the ability to find the best deals, coupons, and savings available in their neighborhoods. This exclusive free membership connects you to the best offers from local pizza and sandwich shops, bars, restaurants, stores, and service-based businesses. Members will even gain access to rewards and loyalty programs, making this the ultimate money savings app on the planet. And the best part is, not only can consumers take advantage of the best deals and discounts, but also help support their local businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is all made possible at the click of a button. So, become a free member and get access to your local deals today. Okay, so... Folks, without further ado, there's been a lot of things that I've learned over this pandemic over the last couple of years. And I've noticed some things that businesses are doing in video conferencing. I'm noticing what they're doing in terms of how they're even approaching business. And I wanted to just basically like whittle this down to some very important factors and just like best practices guys that you all really need to be implementing and the number one the most important one folks always always be innovating in your business always 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 be innovating in your business i cannot stress this enough innovation for small businesses is something that it seems as though that gets a little lost with small business owners. It's almost like they think that innovation sometimes is just for the big companies, you know, like Tesla and Elon Musk and Amazon. And that couldn't be so, 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 so far from the truth. However, I noticed that when small businesses get started, you know, they kind of do the same things over and over again. And folks, we are in a time where You have access to so much technology. You have access to so many resources that we never had before and you've got to use them. But the most powerful resource that you guys need to be tapping into more than any of the technology, more than any of the resources that are external of you 
are your own internal resources, your own imaginations, okay? Do not be afraid to color outside of the lines. Don't be afraid to try something different, something new. And you know what a lot of folks don't realize is you can learn a lot. When I tell you a lot, you can learn a lot from paying attention and watching these companies that are blue ocean companies in nature. We've discussed blue ocean companies and what they are in some previous episodes. But for those that don't know, blue ocean companies, for an example, is like Amazon, right? See, if you ever take a look at Amazon versus, say, Walmart, all right? Amazon and Walmart, they were feuding and you heard a lot in the news about them going back and forth. But the truth be told, guys, Amazon has diversified so much (laughs) that honestly, I don't think that Walmart will ever be able to catch up with Amazon because that's the problem in and of itself. Now, some people may not agree with what I'm about to say, and I'm okay with that. But if you really pay attention to the difference between Amazon and Walmart, one of the things that's undeniable is that Walmart has a tendency to take a reactive position towards Amazon. Amazon does something and then eventually Walmart feels as though they have to respond. And they do, quite frankly, because they're not innovating. See, they have been in a position to where they were kind of like, the big kid on the block or not the bully on the block if you ask some people right for years but then when amazon came around amazon has diversified in so many different ways and they have so many different access points to the customer that the e-commerce section of what they do is only one small slither what people don't realize is how many other sort of subsectors that Amazon actually has. Like the fact that they've got 11 to 12 or so stores, all right, that people don't even know are Amazon stores within their platform, okay? 11 stores. I think it's more than that, honestly. And these are clothing stores and all types of different stores. But my point is, That's just one dynamic of them. When you start getting to Amazon AWS and they've got over 2000 different services just within AWS, not to mention how they've diversified within their infrastructure, okay? They've bought bought robotic companies. They've invested in all types of areas of their business to where it's like even in their supply chain, these guys have pretty much (laughs) just changed the game. So. In order for a company to try to compete with Amazon, they have to be so dynamic. And one thing that I give Jeff Bezos that I feel like he doesn't get sometimes enough credit for is, I mean, he innovates in a way that's not necessarily about innovating in the way that, say, Tesla does or Elon Musk, but he innovates in terms of efficiency and actually so does does Elon. He's really good at that, actually. But he he innovates in a way to where it's like, wow, as a customer, it is extremely difficult not to like Amazon. I mean, it's just just difficult. So what can you take from that? What can you learn from that as a business owner? Well, number one, folks, 
one thing that I think that is very important that you can take away from Amazon is the fact that where he innovated first was in his customer service and just the way he handles his customers. He's extremely customer centric in his approach. And that's sort of like the foundation by which a lot of his innovation will start off and root from his his love for his customers. He wants his customers and to a fault in some ways because, you know, he's also gotten a lot of criticism for not taking care of his employees, which I think is extremely important. Nevertheless, you have to give him credit where it's due. And you can do the same thing. Folks, I cannot tell you how many times I have taken from what I've learned from Elon Musk and from Jeff Bezos. Okay. This is a very important thing that you need to do in terms of being able to adapt in today's marketplace. You've got to be able to innovate. And even as a small business, you can do these things. You guys just have got to tap into your imaginations, be a little bold, take some risk, take some chances. Listen, just because they're not all doing what you're doing doesn't mean you can't do it. And doesn't mean you can't create something that's so unique that it's hard for them to touch. And I'll be honest with you, I do this all the time. So I can talk about this one all day long, folks, but I can't stress enough, always, always be innovating in your business, guys. This is what's going to keep you alive because when you're innovating, you're not stagnant. That means that you're keeping your eyes, ears, you know, and your heart and your spirit open to receive new ideas. You're paying attention to technology. You're paying attention to new innovations in other industries. And you'd be surprised how you can take from, you know, other concepts that they're using in other industries and apply them to what you're doing. And also, folks, you know, this also keeps your business fun. It keeps it interesting. You don't get bored and stale because you're doing the same thing all of the time. Okay, so because we're doing a show, I can't stay on this one any longer. But folks, it's it's critical that you keep keep innovating in your business, even in small ways, folks. It all counts. So let's move on to number two, which is this. Folks, in this day and age, you must be willing to learn, unlearn and relearn to survive what is coming. I'm going to say that one more time. You must be willing to learn, unlearn, and relearn to survive what's coming. Now, what am I talking about? Now, folks, you've heard me talk about the fourth industrial revolution kind of off and on, you know, peppered into some of the other episodes. I can say this. I've been having a lot of conversations with some of my colleagues and some of my friends. And one of the things that we are all 100% sure of is we're living in a time to where we really need to be paying attention more than ever as to what is going on beyond, okay, um, what's being pushed on the news. There are a lot of things happening in technology. And 
with me being in the entertainment industry, um, and that's at least that's what I was doing before, and that being my background, I've always paid attention to, even as I've gone off into other parts of business, I've always paid attention to what's happening to the jobs for the artists, right? Because I used to be an actor, you know, used to be a singer and all those types of things, but it has blown me away as to how many of the artistic jobs are being taken away from artists and they're going to completely disappear almost completely now that might sound strange to some of you who are not aware of what i'm talking about but let me tell you now do not please guys do not sleep on this artificial intelligence i have seen softwares that are literally literally replacing hundreds if not thousands of jobs for voiceover artists and soon to be actors okay um that that's something that i thought would never happen in my time but i've got to say i've seen software in the last two weeks that has literally blown me away literally blown me away These softwares and this technology is so disruptive to the art space that I truly believe that within the next 20 to 25 years, the same way that we have influencers right now that you follow on social media, by the way, even those jobs, I think, are going to get replaced. Um, We're going to be following and people are going to be fans of completely digitized artificial intelligence based artists if you can call them that they're going to be created in some room and when i thought about it and by the way this already exists you know some of you know this and some of you may not there are already artists like that that they've created they're artificial intelligence based and they are you know their avatars but the technology, if you look at deep fake technology, if you look at these new humatars, as they call them, that are coming out, oh my God, GPT-3 uh, technology is just blowing me away in terms of how realistic you know, it's becoming. And listen, you will be fooled, okay? We will all be fooled at some point. Because the realism is becoming so good that it's going to eventually basically hit a point to where we're not going to know the difference between who's real and who's not. And that sounds crazy, but if you pay attention to the technology, you follow it like I do, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm saying that to say that people think that that was just maybe artists. No, white collar jobs from lawyers to doctors. And it's funny because... It's all of the jobs that I think people thought that, oh, that that'll take, you know, another hundred years before something like no, 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 no. It's coming fast, folks. It's coming fast. So I not only urge, I implore you to please, folks, you must be willing to learn some things that you don't already know and unlearn some things that you do we're in a time folks where you have to be able to adapt i cannot stress that enough 
I should have really had that as one of the best practices, but I figured I would tie it into this one. I'm a strong believer in we're going to adapt or we're going to die. And honestly, that's a little poetic given the backdrop of the pandemic. We have to adapt. Now, what adaptation actually means as it relates to the pandemic, I'm quite sure that's up for a controversial debate as to what that should look like. But I can tell you this, if we don't adapt, we're going to perish. Even without the pandemic, the technology is leaving a lot of us behind. So if you guys are not familiar already with things like the fourth industrial revolution and what technologies make up the fourth industrial revolution, why this even matters, you're going to need to get caught up as soon as possible. And when I tell you as soon as possible, I mean as soon as possible. You're already a couple of years behind, to be honest. However, you can't get caught up. There's a lot of information out there. I even have a course on it. If it's something that you're interested in, you can drop me a line in my email and I'll send you a free course if you like. But I do need you to reach out to me to let me know that you're interested. You know, we might even do something in one of our shows where we even talk about it. You guys need to let me know um, whether or not that's something that you want. Um, but you can give me a hit at mayobest at paradigmtodigital.com. That's mayobest at paradigmtodigital.com. Um, we'll put that in the uh, show notes so you can download it if you like. But with that said, folks, um, definitely you've got to be willing to learn some new things. This stuff is moving too fast. Okay. And we're going to get into another part of that in a second. So I'm going to move on to number three now, which is folks. <laughs> this is a big one, by the way. Don't sleep on the power of video conferencing. I cannot tell you the crazy things that I've seen online with business owners and video conferencing over the last two years. I mean, it's gotten so bad. I've literally created a course. I've literally created a course on webcam etiquette. And I know that folks don't know this. And I'm definitely understanding of the fact that, you know, nobody told you how you should conduct yourself in video conferencing. But guys... Oh man, I, folks, I'm seeing people completely blow deals based off of things that they're doing on webcam. Anywhere from things like eating on webcam to going to the bathroom on webcam. I, I just can't stress enough how important this is. We're in an age, guys, where this video conferencing, trust me when I tell you, it's come of age during this pandemic more so than ever before. And businesses and companies are leveraging this for the first time ever um, in ways that honestly they could have leveraged before. But now this has become how we're going, we're going to conduct business. Okay. There's no getting around. This is not going to change with or without the pandemic. This is a new practice, but not everyone is caught up to speed as to how you're supposed to conduct yourself or how you can best present yourself if you're going to be doing video conferencing. And there's quite a few different things that people need to be very conscious about. 
that they're not naturally. Anywhere from how you present yourself, what you look like, and what are you, you're doing on camera to what's in your backdrop, okay? And what you can see behind you. I think what people don't realize is that people are judging you. They're actually paying attention. They're judging what's behind you. They're judging what you look like, rather not you're in a bathrobe. Rather, and listen, this is the thing. They're judging you as if you were there in person. You gotta think about it. This is replacing that live interaction that you would normally get in a networking event when you're going up to meet someone. So you gotta think about it. If you were going to meet somebody in person, you wouldn't probably go to a networking event where you know you're gonna be with other business owners and you show up in a t-shirt and some jeans when you know that everybody that's there is gonna be there in a suit, most likely, right? Well, the fun thing about that example is unfortunately, people don't really, a lot of times take video conferencing with the same amount of seriousness that they would take a live event. But the truth is, this is the live event now. So, if you don't want to blow your deals, <laughs> if you don't want to embarrass yourself, if you want to be able to still build posture and credibility on camera, I'm highly recommending you to get some training, to learn about video conferencing and the etiquette that you need to basically be mindful of. I mean, folks, I've seen people that are representing their companies um, where folks are laying down on the couch and halfway in the dark or little things like people won't cut on their cameras to be seen. And it's all types of things that makes you look bad that you're not necessarily aware of. So, you know, it was so bad, folks, that I actually created a course on webcam etiquette called uh, Webcam Essentials for Small Businesses. And I actually put it in the show notes if you guys are interested in taking the course. And we talk about anywhere from how to present yourself. We talk about your background. It goes into depth and even talks about your um your camera and your audio, your lighting. We go into depth about all of that stuff. So if those are things that you really wanted to know about, you know, on a basic level, what types of equipment you can gain access to and purchase, you know, how much it costs, that stuff is actually in this course. It's not super expensive. It's only a few dollars, folks. It's worth it. And I'm telling you right now, for some of you that are listening to me right now, you really need to take heed to what I'm talking about. Because what you don't realize, some of you are losing business over this. And you shouldn't be losing business over video conferencing. But I'm telling you right now, I've been in meetings where people have done things. And then I've talked to other business owners after it was over. And the investors were like, oh, no. I'm sorry, there's no way I could work with this person. And folks, 100%, it was based off of what they did on webcam. So, 
if this is a blind spot for you, you definitely are going to want to get this taken care of. So it'll be in the show notes, okay? If you download the episode, you'll definitely gain access to it. It's in the show notes in the link, and you can go ahead and click on it, and it says Webcam Essentials for Businesses Pro, okay? So let's move on to number four. This is kind of a piggyback off of really number two. Um, Learn everything that you can about cryptocurrency, blockchain, and most importantly of all, the metaverse. Now, I'm really serious about this. You know, for a few years back in 2017 until about 2019 when the pandemic started, I was really, really pushing um, awareness of the fourth industrial revolution, like I said earlier. And I was really concerned for business owners. Um, I even tried to put on a tour with my local state. Didn't work out, but I tried to put on a a tour to help educate the small businesses in my community. Because I saw a major blind spot that I knew that they were not seeing in terms of technology. And to my point, there were a record number of businesses closing, which people seem to forget before the pandemic. Big businesses were closing in droves and they weren't the mom pop shops that were closing as much as it was the bigger businesses like Kmart's and the JCPenney's were closing down and, you know, even Macy's were closing down. These were big companies and a lot of them are still closing. But this was happening before the pandemic, before all of the chaos ensued. And I was worried then. When I started learning about the metaverse more lately it completely blew me away and on one end it's extremely exciting I mean this is a phenomenal time to be innovative to really take the bull by the horns and grab this low hanging fruit that's going to exist for a while but at the same time when you look at the metaverse the metaverse is comprised of other technologies that it's hard to really kind of grasp if you don't understand what those technologies are, like say cryptocurrency. Some people are really just starting to get into Bitcoin, which is late and early in a matter of speaking. But Bitcoin and how blockchain works and the effects of blockchain on your life (laughs) and a lot of the services that you're using but folks in the metaverse it's going to take all of that to a whole nother dimension and if i was concerned before about the fourth industrial revolution and business owners being caught up with it i'm totally concerned now because the metaverse in and of itself is going to change everything I'm going to say again, the metaverse is going to change everything. Now, it's funky when you say the metaverse, because some people think you're talking about Facebook, and I'm not. Facebook will be a metaverse, but there will be more than one, most likely. Now, who knows? Maybe at some point, they will come out with 
one that pretty much connects them all together. I could definitely see something like that happening. But nevertheless, the metaverse in and of itself and what is possible, okay, is going to change everything as we know it. And if you don't start embracing and understanding this technology, folks, and how it works, then you're not going to be able to take advantage of it for, for you to be able to survive in it and through it and with it in the months and years to come. There's no stopping this, okay? There's no doing it or not doing it. It's, yeah, if you want to be able to survive in business, you're going to have to really embrace the metaverse. This is why I said, guys, you're going to have to be able to learn, unlearn, and relearn everything that you know. Okay. Have a good friend of mine, Steven. Shout out to Steven, um, who really has educated me about that whole concept about learning and unlearning and relearning. And Steven deals with a lot of things as it relates to emotional intelligence, spiritual intelligence, you know, and he has been pivotal in really driving home this idea of folks really, really developing some sense of balance, okay, emotionally with being able to detach yourself from certain things. And that's part of the, I think the struggle of unlearning things is letting go of the fact that, hey, well, you may have put a lot of time in learning these things and you may feel comfortable because now you got them. But in the world that we're living in now, part of your survival skills is your ability to be able to adapt emotionally and psychologically in order to make space for these new things that you're going to have to embrace in order to survive, if not thrive. Just can't stress that enough. So... And this is why I'm saying, guys, all, all of the things that I've listed today, they're not going to stop with this first business quarter or the second or third. You're going to need to take these things and use them moving forward. OK, so now we're coming up to number five. This one is huge. You need to embrace personal development more than you ever have before. Why? Because you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because these last couple of years, folks, with the pandemic doing what it's done, it's taken an enormous, enormous, unimaginable emotional toll on people. And part of one of the most important things that I feel like you need to do in order to be successful in business is that you have to be able to frame the events and circumstances that you're living in in a way that's healthy for you, okay? In order to survive the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of business. And as we move forward with life and try to move beyond and still through this pandemic, it's not going to be easy, guys. 
we're living in a time where there's just so much mental stress and emotional stress that it can take you out of here. There are a lot of people who have killed themselves, unfortunately. There are a lot of people who are feeling so down right now. And a lot of it, I believe, is attributed to the fact that most of us do not condition ourselves on a regular basis mentally as well as physically. And in my opinion, just as much or even a little more than physical conditioning, I feel mental conditioning is important. Here's why. Because the body follows the mind. And once you lose your mind, that's when you start to lose everything. If you don't have a strong and healthy mind, because a lot of times, folks, you got to think about it. You know, you got to, you have a, a brain in your head and then you got a heart, which also has a brain, by the way. But you've got to learn balance. And there are times when you have to lead your heart. And there are times when you have to let your heart lead your mind. So then you might ask, well, how do you do that? Well, that's the difficulty. The difficulty is, is that you have to have the wisdom to discern when to do what. Sometimes I think there's a little bit too much emphasis placed on the value of emotions over the value of your thoughts. You hear things all the time, you know, let your heart lead you. Eh, Well, I'll tell you this. You got to be careful letting your heart lead you. Your heart and your feelings and your emotions can sometimes, if you're not careful, can lead you into a burning building and have you killing yourself needlessly. Or making other types of really horrible and detrimental decisions to your well-being. My point here is you got to learn balance. And the way that you learn this balance is through personal development, through mental conditioning, through meditation, through learning how to get still, even in the eye of a storm. And there's a lot of storms, folks. And if we would were to give this some type of a um, symbolic representation or description, it's almost like we're in a tornado. And there's a whole lot of debris in a tornado that, man, if you get hit by one of these things in the tornado, it'll take you out just like that. What we have to learn how to do is to be in the middle of the tornado in the eye of the storm and be still. And sometimes wait. And sometimes endure. Okay? Sometimes not all pain is bad. Sometimes pain can be good. can be useful. If you're resourceful enough to be able to reframe the situation. If you have enough practice working with problems. The one thing that I can honestly say that has benefited me a lot is... I've gone through a lot in my life. I've not always been doing business, have not always been successful. In fact, 10 years ago, folks, actually 12 years ago now, I was homeless. You know, I don't really talk about that a lot, but the truth is I was homeless 10 years or 12 years ago. 
And the most important thing I learned during that period of my life was the only thing that kept me from being different from people that were living in boxes. As I almost went there, it almost happened because I was living outside my car. But the only thing that kept me from going that far left, which I was almost there, I realized was in here. And I realized the moment that I lost this and the moments I lost any hope, it was over. But here's the thing. The way that I thought was what was controlling what I saw and perceived as hope. And when you're able to break life down to its smallest component and find gratitude in the smallest of things, then it's not really much that can keep you down because you're more grateful for things that are simple, like breathing, something I think we take for granted quite a bit. We go to sleep every night for most of us, eight hours for the night. Most of us probably have no clue as to how we wake up. We just know that we do. And every single day, we witness a miracle and we don't even probably even acknowledge it. We just take it for granted because for the last eight hours, you were unconscious and you had no clue about your breathing, right? Involuntarily, you just breathe. Everything just works for us. And the only time we we tend to really pay any attention to anything about our bodies is when something goes wrong. When we should be grateful every single day. So folks, I don't want to get too much off into that tangent, but all of these things have to do with personal development and they are critical to you surviving the hard times that we are in and that we will continue to go through because that is life. And we're in a cycle right now to where It is what it is, folks, and we've got to adapt to it. And you're going to need a strong mind. You're going to need a strong mind to succeed in business. Because like I've told you guys before, it is not a sprint. It's not a marathon. It's a triathlon. And it is going to require your entire self to get across the finish line. So that brings me, folks, to our bonus for today and that is this guys please 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 don't try to do this on your own don't try to do your business by yourself i know a lot of you are by yourselves and i understand that i get that what i mean by this is you're going to need some type of help some type of support you know so you need a tribe you need some people that understand what you're going through and that can sometimes give you give you tips, give you advice. You need a community, right? And that's why I created a group on Alignable where it's actually centered around a lot of the concepts from this show. And there are some phenomenal folks inside of that group that can help you take your business to a completely different level. And these are just kind of friends and buddies of mine. At least they have become as they've joined the group. And we share best practices 
you know, we actually have a whole program to where we're coming out in February. We're even going to have an academy, which I haven't really talked a lot about, but that's coming soon. So you're going to want to be a part of this group. It doesn't take anything to join. It's absolutely free. So what I'm going to give you guys is um, a link in the show notes for our group on Alignable. You can click on that link now. It's by invitation only, but I'm going to give you guys that if you've been listening to this show and you really want to get access to more of me and more of the type of things that we're doing with the other businesses and helping them grow, folks, you want to want to join this group. Okay. It's on Alignable. It doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is go to Alignable and type in the Blitz Business Development Show in the group section and we will pop right up. It'll actually be the same branding that you see for the show, if you've seen the show, of course, um, when you download. And this other thing I'm also giving you guys, well, I'm not giving it to you. Let me be clear about that. This is something you have to do pay for, but I highly recommend it. It's called the Ultimate 21 Day Mental Reset. Okay. I've helped so many folks with this program, and it's a perfect program to start the year off with. And folks, the, the, the amount of testimonials that I've gotten from people who have taken this program um, for years and years later, they still ask me about this program. Um, it's because it can create a paradigm shift in how you are seeing in your awareness of yourself, your energy levels. This program has been phenomenal. I actually still go through my own program sometimes to actually reset my mind and to keep myself mentally conditioned. And it's about 21 days long. In fact, it is 21 days long. And every day we touch on a new principle, but every day you're also going through a new meditation. You're going through um, an exercise. You're doing some affirmations. You're reading for 10 minutes. It's a really, 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 really awesome program at you know, I hate to toot my own horn on this one, but honestly, folks, um, it's a scientifically based program that I put together a couple of years ago, and I still use it. People still actually request it till this day. I put the link in the show notes for this uh, program if you're interested and you want to get your year started off right. Okay, so feel free to check that out as well. So. That's it, guys. With that said, take care. God bless 2022. Wow, folks, we've got a phenomenal year ahead of us. There's a lot of things we're going to be doing in this show, and I'm looking forward to having you on this show. Okay? If you have a business and you like to get on the show, definitely what you want to do first, join the group. Okay, it's a really easy way to get access to me and to find out what it takes to be on this show, which, by the way, in February, when we start our second season, um, it's going to be a kind of a different format. We're going to have a lot more business owners for you to learn from other than just me. And I'm opening up the platform to give other businesses an opportunity to share some of their gems and some of the things that they've learned. So. Guys, there's a lot of reason to stay tuned with us in 2022. That said, folks, take care. And like I said before, God bless and have a phenomenal, phenomenal week. And I will see you in the next episode.